What's up, everybody? Welcome to the. Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Latrina Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. Welcome to the Friends Against Government podcast. Straight up moosed the two of you and made this an episode of myself. In- Insurrection Inc. is now subsidiary of Go Fuck Yourself Industries. Oh, well, good luck. You're about to have a lot of audio problems and nobody's going to pay you for it. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Great. Oh, now I just wait for Aaron to jump in and ruin everything. Of course, yeah. All right, uh, fellas, um, you're gonna talk shit about me briefly. Is that what was gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we both have complaints about your punctuality. My punctuality after <laughs> oh, the two weeks. Not yours. Not I... your punctuality. Not your punctuality. Uh-huh. The punctuality of your show. The punctuality because... of my show after the two of you did what you did on Twitter. The two of you <laughs> had your little moment on yeah, Twitter okay. about not being able to record, okay, so and you're gonna see, you're gonna see, comment see, on my that's punctuality. Why, that's why. That's why I need to. Okay, well, let me give an intro to my own show first. Fair enough. <laughs> and then I gotta get out of here. Welcome to Insurrection <laughs> Inc. Our real guest today is uh the polls have stated him the most welcomed repeated guest because he's the only one and the polls don't exist. <laughs> uh Bullshito. And our surprise guest, Dr. Global, Birder Kissed himself, who That's was just me. here for a split second. Yeah, uh, I'm so saying we can trash hi. talk his show. Yeah, talk trash talk my show. <laughs> I've only, we recorded like three, four times together. I've only had to reschedule with you once, which was this week, because I yes. had to stay overtime at work. And yes. you throw your little bitch fit about it on Twitter. Oh, yes. This is, this is very easily going to cycle away from me and onto the two of friends you very against, quickly. Friends against government, however. So I assume that we have all been part of, his, of Bird's Halloween special here, right? Well, yeah, I just finished with him. Yeah, yeah so. Just seconds ago, yes. Yes, seconds ago. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, we don't record until the day of Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. live. It's of course, live. Of course. Yes. Sorry. Um, yes, of course. Well, Bird, you and I, we don't. You, our our fault. Our listeners are not in the same pool. Really? Like I said on your show, I get all the brainy nerds. Oh, you get sure. all the retards. Of course, right? My beloved band of retards. That's right. <laughs> now, my brainy nerds are all autistic retards. But they're mm-hmm. in a different camp. Different they problem. A, they go yeah. to a different special needs school. Yeah, they fight online. Your your followers are more the type who fight online. Mine are oh, more. 100 can't understand me online. I think probably no, not at all. <laughs> but okay, so we're he, this being recorded Halloween day. I'm time traveling to upload this before. Okay. But, happy Halloween, everybody! Happy spooktacular. Uh, yeah, happy spooktacular from uh, the Friends Against Government podcast. Yeah, happy, happy Jesus everything. Christ. Oh, this has been derailed so quickly. So <laughs> I mean, Bushido. Gonna have to cut that out. Uh, so we're supposed to record Monday with the boys. Yeah. But I had a test on Monday, and Carr had his stupid volleyball competition, which to uh to anybody who knows Carr, he lost. He lost. Even if he won, he lost because he plays volleyball. Even if he 
won, you had to say he won. You even knew you had to be like, all right, he won. But he lost because he's a volleyball player. <laughs> but he lost. Player. Sure, fair enough. <laughs> and then the next day, uh, we record. Now, of course, these people can't stay within their time limit, so they go like an hour with Jared. Yeah. And then they bring me in, and we get 10 minutes True. in before Aaron shits the bed. That's he touches oh. he touches his computer and at exactly ten minutes nine seconds his audio isn't even the only one it cuts out because his cuts out everyone else gets notified your recording is now being processed yeah that was a oh, horror show oh, so we go God. another day and then uh you know of course mine's the only one that can't go over time so I have to rush through in my speedy Jewish voice. Oh no, that I'm, wasn't just you, my friend. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm, just to tell you, I have to do a lot of editing for this episode because we were like 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, and everybody's <laughs> like, let me just take 50 minutes. Well, Sheeta was the only one who took 30 minutes exactly. <laughs> it was great, but it's like, oh, we gotta move, we gotta move. Because we were, we were, yes, we were, I, I took only 30 minutes because I'm the only one that actually fucking functional. Bullshito, yes, Bullshito. Bullshito gets off on punctuality. He sees he a spreadsheet and Very he autistic. comes uncontrollably. Of course, yeah. Now, Bullshito, let me, let, me, let me flatter I, you real quick. I made a spreadsheet for Bird. Not, not a punctuality spreadsheet, but we had a, we had a poll in the Inner Circle server for states real or fake. And mm-hmm. when Bird wanted to do it, he realized he has no metric for grading this, and he doesn't want to go through the whole list and say no. what got how many upvotes and what didn't. So on my own time, I was a good little boy, and I, mm-hmm. I put together a spreadsheet for him. It's brilliant. It was great. But yes, punctuality is Bullshito's thing, not anybody else's. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed. I've recorded with him <laughs> probably the most, now that I think about it, uh, more than anyone else on his show. Maybe. Is that true, Bullshito? Am I the I, most? Yeah, I think you're, you're the most uh, often reoccurring guest. Uh, yeah, and we've had our moments where I've been like, dude, I can't do it today. And he's like, what do you mean you can't do it today? I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't have enough. He's like, do you have anything? And he's like, yeah, I got a little. It's, it's yeah, we've had this conversation many times. I know yeah. Bullshito. At this point, if I have to be like, like do the punctual thing with Bullshito, I'd be like, hey man, not going to make it. And he's going to be really mad. And I'm just going to be like, not responding. And that's it. <laughs> Uh, so, take to oh, oh, great. We got another surprise guest today. I'm bringing all the people in. I'm bringing them in. Hi, Ace. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Fadcast, apparently, because this yes. doesn't belong to me anymore. Ace, I took over the me, show. No, shut up, Bert. Let me ask you a question, Ace. Do you value punctuality? Um, sometimes. Are you asking the man who sleeps at 5 a.m. Yeah. if he yeah, values yeah. punctuality? This is a thing that is your problem, Bullshito. I really don't think most people have a problem with punctuality the way you do. I've got a German on my show, and he's the least punctual person I know. That's a that's fake. Yeah, Germans aren't punctual. That's fake. That's a myth. Germans are angry, and so they get things done really efficiently because of he their internalized anger. He drunk. He just gets drunk. <laughs> well, that works too. <laughs> that's that's a way to do it. That's what actually that's what Bullshito does. Yes, he gets. He gets drunk and still punctual. That's true. It is I bizarre. Bet you he's got his fucking glass of red wine right now that he's sipping on. Uh-huh. Yeah, his yeah. wine or his freaking oh. Batavian rum that he's sipping on. It's actually Irish whiskey. Uh, yeah, all right. Irish whiskey. Fair enough. Very nice. Okay. All right, gentlemen. Here, I'm going to let... I'm gonna, are you going to shit on my show or what? No, I thought was, I was going to no, shit on. No, 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 no. Here, let me... Yeah. What's bullshit under the story for punctuality? Okay. Yes. Let me put forward why punctuality is fucking important and why you people are fucking retarded for not 
being punctual. Okay. Right. So if we make an appointment, uh-huh. let's say we say to record at uh, the 25th of October uh, between 10 and 12 p.m. my time and whatever the fuck that is in uh, New York time. We agree on this two weeks before. I put in my agenda between 10 and 12 p.m. on that yeah, you're day. Insane. I am going to be recording you put in your right. You're insane, I mean, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I make time in my life, in my schedule, for these fucking people. Mm-hmm. So, for this activity, I could be doing something else with my life. During this like, drinking. <laughs> like, dr- like drinking, like drinking and watching TV. War. Yeah, and playing Wrong Total War, right? <laughs> you're, yeah, I know what you're trying to say, Bullshito, but like ultimately, nobody's that busy. Yeah, no, no. He, he tried to threaten me today. He was like, <laughs> I swear to God, if you make me miss the things I could have been doing in my free time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry I would make you miss Rome Total War. <laughs> I just call him out immediately on his bullshit. I am the opposite of a punctual person, but I, I make you're it very clear. When I when I uh, 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 schedule a podcast, you w- you can pull it up every time. I will either give you the exact time and I'll be there for it, or I will say we'll do it around three, <laughs> and people go, all right, we'll do it around three, and you'll hear from me at about three oh five, and we'll be starting. But yeah, I punctuality is for robots <laughs> and and the Dutch apparently. All right, well, Bird, uh, that is not true, um, because first of all, um, we agreed on. 10 p.m. my time today, and we started at 10:30. Um, yeah, but that's not my fault. You got to blame the previous guest. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, Bird. If you're, <laughs> you're the host of your and you know program, it's your yeah, fucking responsibility. And you, and you and you won't blame the previous guest either. That's oh, the other yeah, thing. Cannot wait to find out who. Yeah, the exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I look, Peter can. I don't give a fuck if it's Peter Canonas or the fucking Pope himself. Some fucking Dutch, then. Why should I care about some fucking Dutch in his time? Because you <laughs> have a responsibility to yourself <laughs> and to, to, no, to you, not to myself, to you. You want me to be responsible to you, not anyone, not myself. Don't try and convince I, me that my punctuality is for anyone other than you. Like you. Yeah, I know. Jesus. It's for you. At which, at which point, the question goes, why do I care what Bushido wants? That's <laughs> fucking damn it. I hate you so much, Bert. <laughs> it's really not my own show anymore. Uh, all right, hold on. All right, let me just say this. I love you, Bullshito. I love you, Jay. Uh, I love you, Ace. How I hope everybody's having a happy, happy Thanksgiving. This is my favorite holiday. Oh, yes. This is, um, this is a Thanksgiving episode. Let's all give a uh, thanks. And uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic performance and a great recording. And uh, I'm going to get out of here and go listen to music and play from Total War, actually. Merry, Christ- right. Merry well, Christmas. Hey, good luck being like <laughs> Merry a fucking Christmas. hour late to your next Happy recording. Easter, everybody. I'm all so right. glad to have you all here on this great day where Jesus rose from the grave. That's right. It's a great day today. <laughs> All right, peace. I'm gonna get out of here too. <laughs> Goodbye. You I don't want to ruin. You want Ace? It doesn't really matter. I don't want to ruin anything. If you're you're not ruining anything, oh, you're, you're my you're the surprise guest. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's Bird who is comes this in for with your show. Person. Yes, this is for my show. It's Bird who comes oh, in with I, a strong personality and steals my show. <laughs> I don't want to. Nah, I don't want to impose. No, you can stick around. I it doesn't really matter. I I need someone to agree with me every now and then, Ace. Well, I, yeah. I guess I can just pop in every once in a while. And just agree. <laughs> no. Okay, no, Ace, you're not contractually obligated. You cannot leave. 
Oh, yes. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You forfeited your labor. I own your body. I am top hat rod. Yeah, you're top hat rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. To the, to the Instagram listeners that don't know who the fuck top hat rod is, just go to Twitter and look up top hat rod and you will see no matter how autistic you are, no matter how many arguments you get into online, you will never, never be this man. Oh, he man. is next level. I have I don't block people, but I mute people. And he is muted. I did I did block Kenzie Puff. <laughs> which is something I want to get into later. Oh yeah. And oh, fucking man. Liberty Imposter messed me up one or two oh. days ago. Cause he shows yeah, up he in my feed. He showed up in my feed as Kenzie Puff. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought I blocked her. And then I go and I see that fucking banner on the page. Bruh, I got into an argument with um, Jeremiah's witch girlfriend uh, because, I mean, she's like she's basically the same person as Jeremiah. So I mean, she's a good person, but she's highly, highly, highly autistic. Uh, I mean, you just she, said she's a witch. Yes, yes. I, I mean, so neither of them have much of a sense of humor, to be honest. Uh, so uh, she like makes some sort of very serious comment about like getting attention from guys with having a particular profile picture. Uh, and I'm like, you know you got gut, right? Or no, someone else was like, you know you got gut, right? So I was like, dude, don't spoil it. Like, <laughs> I want to enjoy this. <laughs> I said, oh, I know it's a fake. Uh, I, I just don't think it's funny. <laughs> God damn. What a fucking boomer. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so what the fuck? You know it's a fake? And still, you're going to like get get wound up about this, like you know, that's not a, a very productive use of your time, right? <laughs> like, well, arguing with me is not a very productive time use of your time either. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not on Twitter to be productive. I'm here to to, to talk shit and cause chaos. So you know, that's well, my. I uh... mean, we have very unproductive people here because we also have Ace. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I never yeah. get into arguments. Let's go, let's go to Ace our Kiss on Twitter right now and see oh, who God. you're currently arguing with. Because <laughs> I know what's happening. What's that? Three tweets in the last hour? Uh, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Those are tweets and replies. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Someone asked me what today. Uh, no. No, it has been a very slow day for Ace. There have it not has. been many arguments. I'm I'm a changed I'm a changed man. No, no. you're not. Yesterday, <laughs> we'll be playing. Dear listeners, we'll be playing Among Us, and this man will throw a game just to tweet. <laughs> look, look. Okay, sometimes it happens, and uh, I will admit that. Uh, but you know, sometimes you just have to respond. It's very rude. No, it's very rude. You it's very rude not to, to respond. respond. You never have to. Res- I'll get into it with a communist, and two <laughs> tweets later, I'll just be like, "Ah, eh, I'll let them think they won." Because I don't care. I don't have yeah. the time. Because Jay, how else am I going to feel existential pain if I don't interact with people? You don't. Oh, drink. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> like the, you, you guys know that uh, fucking circle thing that shows you who you interact with the most. Yes. <laughs> The last few times I did that, four or five of them were people I argued with for two hours and had like a hundred tweets going back and forth with. Oh, no, no. And I've given up on that after that. I did that once. Okay. And this is like a couple months ago, I think. 
over half, like 60% were people I argued with. <laughs> When I did it. <laughs> you know what's funny thing? Whenever you do that, Ace will always be in your circle. It doesn't matter who you are, Ace yes. is in that circle somewhere. I have infiltrated all, all social groups. <laughs> you I don't understand your Twitter presence. You're like 20 people tweeting at once. Dude, That's my I, secret. I think is there in the like there's a Dunbar number, right? So you can uh, have a meaningful kind of relationship with like a maximum of 140 people. Yeah, I something think, like that. Uh, for Ace, it's a bit different. <laughs> you have to multiply that by a factor of 10. <laughs> like he can meaningfully interact with like 1,400 people, uh, like in a day. Yeah, he'll remember them all. Oh, he yeah. will absolutely remember them all. Oh, Ace yeah. is a machine. <laughs> It will blow them the fuck out in an argument. A, a while ago, like a couple of days ago, I was asking everybody on the server, like, does Ace have a job? Because he's got to pay, like, rent. He has to survive somehow. And you're, like, 25. You're not living at home, are you? No. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, he's 25. He's probably not living with his parents. What is he doing that he has the time to tweet all day? Because it's all day. It's all fucking day. Well, not all day, because you're asleep. All day. Well, quote unquote asleep. <laughs> we have a channel in here called Ace is Sleeping. Because it'll be 2 p.m. And Ace is still asleep. But anyway, the well, Ace is a Ace is a ghost host today. Yes. Uh, Ace is an honorary member of I am, no longer I am just guys. here to back up Bullshito and what <laughs> this is the podcast. <laughs> I'm uh, just here to back up Oshido on whatever he says. Whatever he says is correct and true. Yeah, you are the yes. you are his yes man. Uh, the eight. Um, do you agree with me that Jay is a shifty Jew? Um, Ooh. yeah. Well, uh, Ace is getting canceled today. So let's <laughs> hop on Twitter real quick and see what we can whip up. Uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of Twitter. Nobody here is an LP respecter. Not a single person in this thing. Which is refreshing. Did you, dude, did you see the... Uh, uh, fuck, the meme I posted? I've seen a lot of memes with the same template today, and they were all fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's the one uh, where I point towards uh, statistics about the LP. Despite because... making 13% of the political population... <laughs> if only if only it'll still be but fucking useless there's it, it's I mean if allow me to go on a rant a little bit here so um, I and these are numbers I all got from people making pro LP arguments I did not check their numbers so this is like the numbers that they have given me um First of all, I mean, you've probably seen Ted or Theodore's uh, crowdfunding government's new handle on Twitter. Yes. 0.05% uh, of all elected offices. Yeah, he got that from me. Which by, the time this is, by the time this is posted, it's going to be changed. Oh, yeah, of course. Those change like every five minutes. Yeah. So I talked uh, a while ago to uh, the clean libertarian. I forget his name. Um, uh, on my show. Uh, regarding the LP. He told me that 250 uh, Libertarian Party members have been elected to office in America. Jay, um, 
how many uh, electable offices are there in the entire United States? In the entire United States, you're looking at Jesus Ace. I don't know because there's like 535 in the federal government that are electable, and then there's like half a million, roughly. Half a million. Jesus Christ. So that makes uh, let's crunch the numbers. 0.05 percent of all elected offices. That's not even one-tenth of a percent. One-half of one-tenth of a percent is your party. And you keep insisting that you came in third. No, you came in in fucking irrelevant. Your, your party does not fucking matter. All right, so here's another number. Uh, I believe... Uh, and my numbers on this are a little bit less accurate. I'd have to dig through my tweets to find the uh, the actual numbers. Um, and they're, of course, a little bit rough. But um, roughly, uh, I believe between 2017 and 2020, the amount of registered libertarian voters went from 400k to 600k. Um, this was also a number that was given to me by a... Uh, Libertarian Party member um, saying that they were very, very effective with their whole message and their whole thing. <laughs> okay, there is 300 million people in America. 320 so, million. <laughs> yeah, well, let's say 300 million to make it easy, right? Yeah. Um, so 600k represent 0.2%, uh, I believe, roughly, of that number. See, 600k divided by 300 million. Yeah, 0.2%. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, there's a, let's say, 200 million people, maybe, roughly, uh, that can vote. Uh, so your percentage goes up to, I don't know, let's take a bet, say, maybe 0.5% of the electorate. You're you're looking at utterly irrelevant numbers. Point three. You have not even point five. Point three. So point three percent of the electorate is a registered libertarian, which uh, let's see, let's go back. So it was four hundred k. That puts us at like zero point two extra percent. Zero point two percent gained in an election cycle. And that's not yes. even dues paying members for the LP is sixteen thousand. There's about one hundred eighty thousand eligible voters. You divide that. You're looking at zero point zero 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 eight 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 nine. So that is about point zero 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 eight nine percent. That is wow. So <laughs> wait, how many zeros are that? About four zeros before you start hitting a real number. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's five decimal places removed. But they're in third place. They're the third <laughs> biggest party. Imagine your pride is that we're the runner-up. <laughs> no, no, they're not even it's not even that they're the runner-up. It's like we participated. Woohoo! Right. Free glue on us, everybody. They, they're the they're the people who like see a, um, a, a race going on and then they start running in the race like they're actually a part of it when they're just some pe- random people jogging by. That's what they are. I, 
I was just thinking of that. So imagine you have a marathon, right? The full uh, 42K, uh, whatever it is that you Americans use in miles. Um, so uh, you have in this marathon, three people running. Do finish in uh, respectable speeds, like three hours. And then you've got a third guy that takes a fucking week. And he's like, yeah, and I came in third. Dude, it's not fucking relevant. <laughs> you're you're behind so far that your position is entirely irrelevant. It really, and I'm doing the math right now to see how many people voted uh, libertarian in the last election. You're looking at five percent of 120 million people, right? So that is 120 million times. And they will never let you hear the end of that either. That 5% voted. That no, They're so proud of it. It's 6 million people out of 320 million. Jeez. Just voted or not registered. That was a lot of protest votes as well. Yeah. So that is a such pathetic fucking. Is it? The LP members. Proud LP members are one of the saddest fucking things in existence. They yeah. beg for attention. Because what, Hashtag what no libertarians fucking, under 1K. Oh my god. No libertarians under 1K. Hashtag vote gold. Hashtag let her speak. God. Like yeah. what, oh what has Joe Jorgensen said that would make her interesting to listen to? I, I, man, I listened to her on um, Boston's show. Boston Makes the News. Mm-hmm. Um, she said absolutely nothing interesting. She likes to play ice hockey and she likes bourbon. Whoop do you fucking do? That's the majority of Canada. Who cares? <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to like every state north of fucking Texas. <laughs> Seriously, that is, and she's she is an okay libertarian, but that doesn't make her interesting. Like you could literally just pull anybody who calls themselves big old libertarian off the street. Put them in her position, and they would say the exact same things. Yep. It, it, she is, there is nothing about her that stands out. She's a soccer mom. And I said that yep. when she got picked. She's a soccer mom. And nobody wants to listen to a soccer mom. That's why Hillary failed. That's why Kamala I, Harris failed. <laughs> I am completely convinced that Kanye West will get more votes, and it's going to be hilarious. I will, oh, I will laugh my hilarious. ass off. I will lo- I will not let anybody live it down if Kanye comes in third. Oh, that it, would it, be so amazing. And it's like Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp also fucking sucks. Because there was so much internet momentum for him when he was running for the government of New York. And he came in fifth. A party in New York that is smaller than the Libertarian Party did better than him. And the LP is already tiny in the state of New York. And yeah. he came in fifth. It was yeah. two Democrats, a Republican, then like a party for teachers or something. Jesus Christ. But That's I mean, how sad these people are. Yeah. Imagine how incredibly bad this looks for any other third party in the United States. So you have oh. the utterly irrelevant <laughs> LP with 0.05 of all elected offices. So what's, I don't know, what's the next? There's the Green next Party is in fourth. Green Party is in fourth, so they hold like 
0.001% of all elected offices. Like I don't think they have a single elected office. Single. Jesus fucking Christ. And then let's see. You got the Democratic Socialists of America, which do you guys remember their fucking convention last year? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was point of order or point of contention or point of privilege? No point. Of point of privilege. Yes. Oh, and they were just eating each other alive for no good reason. And also, the constant um, uh, uh, jazz hands and the, the, the finger snapping instead of clapping. Oh yes, God, that that's was... right. I my. <laughs> and the socialists are going to win in America. Like, that's the majority of socialists. <laughs> the real ones are just like a bunch of basement dwellers, like the libertarians. They're not going to do anything. I mean, they're just not going to win. It, it's so amazing. I was talking to some, or, uh, yeah, no, that was actually me. That wasn't even Theodore. I was talking to some guy uh, that Theodore was arguing with the other day. Uh, and I said, look, the argument you're making is terrible. You are making the argument that Justin Amash um, is a good reason to vote libertarian. Uh, why I already told you that Justin Amash is a good example of why Theodore is right. Because he ran on a libertarian message as a Republican, Mm -hmm. and he won his seat in Congress, House of Representatives, whatever the fuck. Um, House of Reps, yeah. Yeah, right. So he ran under a red banner with a particular message, had success. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how they get there. What? You're ignoring the entire fucking argument, you utter fucking retard. Libertarian has ever won a congressional seat running as a libertarian. Like, Ron Paul didn't get that presidential attention when he ran in the 80s as a libertarian against Reagan. Oh, exactly. he, he got all that attention running as a Republican. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so fucking... And you know, you know the all... argument? We use these people, uh, or, or like, we use them for our purposes. Like what? It, what? The, how are you so? They're not even stupid. Like they're they're intelligent people. They are because they're, they're different so... intelligent. They they have no social intelligence. They don't understand these sort of games. They are so blind. But and they are really blind. Justin Amash, the dumbest thing for him to do was leave the Republican Party because he's not going to get reelected. Because exactly. he has crossed the establishment, they're going to gerrymander him. They're going to take the. He's not going to get any funding from them for a re-election campaign. They're going to split up his voter base, and they're going to run somebody with more money against him, and he'll be out of Congress. Period. It's, yes. It makes it. It's not a good argument. It's not even a good argument to say run as Republican then switch to Libertarian, because you're not going to get back in after. So you're nope. back. In, you're back at square one. Yeah. And it I, is the. Yeah. I hate him so much. I I hate because they are. Like you said, they're not stupid people, but they just don't get it. They just yeah. don't understand how this shit works. They think they live in theoreticals in their head, and they cannot leave these theoreticals. They cannot see the world for what it is. They're still they're libertarians, but they're still blue pilled because just because yes. they reach a certain political ideology does not make them red pilled. Nope, not in the least. And I mean, I was skeptical at first when Theodore came on my show and. Uh, dropped his whole, um, 
you know, no more running for libertarian spiel on me. Uh, but I mean, the statistics are the numbers don't fucking lie, man. There's, I mean, I'm a fucking dumbass. I can make a simple calculation: zero point zero five percent of all elected offices, zero point two percent roughly of the electorate. It's it's utterly irrelevant yep. if you run for the Libertarian Party. You are shooting yourself in the foot, and it's not it's not even. Uh, I mean, fuck it. Disagree on the reason if you want. Tell me that the political system is corrupt. Yeah, fuck it. I know. No shit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize this. So now your strategy is going to be, we are going to beg the political establishment, which we know is corrupt, to not be corrupt and give us a, a spot at the debate. For, how, for how no good reason. you think I am? With, with no fucking good reason. And they've yeah. shown, like, you can reach the polling number they want for a debate. It's a, it, they're technically private organizations. They can change the rules as much as they want on the fly. Yeah. You'll never yeah. get in. They'll never let you in because it's their show. <laughs> it, it, it is mind-numbingly stupid. And they don't even, because anyone that knows how the LP started, it was never even supposed to actually try and win political seats. It was supposed to be a messaging center. And they're not even good at that because look at their fucking messaging online. It's it, it makes no fucking sense. They have no strong messages. They get up there with these empty platitudes that no one gives a shit about that the people they can actually reach are going to be turned off by and they achieve exactly. nothing. So they're not getting messaging. They're not getting seats. They're not relevant. What is the last time the uh, Libertarian Party account said anything that you were like, oh, damn. That's a bold take. Never. Or, or anything that made you look twice. Like anything that you would not expect a bland corporate account to tweet. Never. Look at the vice presidential candidate. He's an ANCAP and he still says blue-pilled big corporation shit. Oh, man. I asked, um, what's his face? Uh, the, I think that was my second most recent episode at least at the time of this recording where I trolled the fuck out of Joe Hartman like what was the uh, mark around uh, Spike Cohen's uh, I believe it was left nipple yeah was that a bite mark or was that ringworm I think it's ring because I can't imagine anyone wanting to go and bite the dude who named himself after my little pony character in the nipple it has to be ringworms. <laughs> and he unironically named himself after My Little Pony character. It's just, like, wow. Who, who is this man? And I, I mean, this is why I believe that the LP is dominated by like the intelligence agencies. Because this is worse than when that uh, dude from like the Socialist Caucus stripped on stage in 2016. And oh, started God. oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I think... Um, uh, I... It was either the Clean Libertarian or Joe Hartman that uh, told me about that guy. He's apparently part of the Audacious Caucus, and they're all part, all about, you know, sexual liberation. Because we all know that the way to get elected um, to more political offices is to get naked on stage and and especially in especially in a Puritan country like America. 
where you can't show nipples on television. But sure, let's uh, let's let a little fat dude strip down, show his fucking Iron Cross tattoo, and start dancing. Fuck's sake, man! But I you, mean, you, you, you put yeah. in your bid as the uh, the LP social media guy. How's that been going for you? Ah, uh, fuck! I haven't heard back from them yet. Um, I'm sure one of these days they'll accept your resume. I God damn it! I look. I have an actual case that I can make. <laughs> why I should be the social media guy? Look, I have a moderately successful Twitter account that I run. I'm almost at one k, so you know I attract or I have been able to attract some clout. Um, I am somewhat intelligent, uh, as I hope that I have um, shown both on my Twitter page and on my podcast. Um, and uh, actually, I am secretly also a working professional, so I can actually draw a line between what's somewhat acceptable to say and what's not. Also, um, I'm European. I'm not an American citizen. This works great with the whole libertarian message of like no borders, no no states, you know, just uh, anarchy, literally. Um, so that's one. And uh, I will say a lot more outrageous shit that will get a lot more attention than whatever bland corporate bullshit uh, the LP account is putting out now. AC, we're about to say something? <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, you know, if we're going to have a Libertarian Party, they could at least call people mass murderers every once in a while, but there's none of yes. that. No, there's no, no. <laughs> they're just, just going to keep inviting mass murderers into the party. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Bill no. Weld. <laughs> Bill yeah. Weld. Remember when Sarwark invited General Mattis to join the Libertarian Party? Oh, that's right. And, and no, did, didn't, they, um, didn't they disinvite Ron Paul, too, a couple years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I burn it to the ground. And here's what makes me think that Joe Jorgensen is an op. She followed Sarwark when she got uh, nominated, but she didn't follow Ron Paul. Ah. Uh. And she came out of nowhere. Nobody liked her. She had no presence. Like, Jacob Hornberger was legitimately in the lead. Yes. But, you know, he said shit like abolish the CIA, so they couldn't have that. It is... It is an astoundingly fucking stupid organization it shouldn't even be called an organization because they have none of that there's no cohesion there's no unified messaging there's nothing to them they just think that their mere existence entitles them to attention yep but fucking memes online have made more people libertarians and anarchists than the libertarian party has look i became an anarchist through group chats on twitter that's no libertarian party, neither in the Netherlands nor in the Americas, ever had anything to do with it. <laughs> Almost as if you can't replace one-on-one -on -one conversations with people and personally reaching out to them to see where they're at versus just getting on a Twitter account and tweeting something. And because you have a check mark next to your name, assuming people to vibe with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, fucking hate the LP so much. I mean... I, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, they're just. I can rant all day about how fucking stupid they are, but I feel like we're beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to try the statistics argument again on uh, on these people, but they. 
I mean, I have not yet once asked them where their statistics come from because, well, mostly I do not care because their statistics are self-defeating. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's not. It does not help their case. No, I mean, but uh, at some point, this one guy told me like, yeah, I've seen uh, the volunteers uh, or, or the, the yeah the volunteers for the LP or whatever grow under Joe Jorgen's leadership from like. 1k to like 700k like yeah i doubt that yeah 100 percent, 100 fucking percent not telling the truth it has i you know if i talk any more about the lp i'm gonna blow my brains out on on recording oh please do i'm not gonna give you that pleasure <laughs> so i got some i got some quick fire questions for you bullshit Yes. Now these are uh, these are pretty quick. It's only four questions, but I'm gonna need you to go and answer them as quickly as you can. Is math real? No. Is postmodernism fake and gay? Ace, I hope you hear this one. Absolutely yes. <laughs> Is crowdfunded government a heavyweight troll? Um. Mm, yes. Your hesitation makes me go with no. <laughs> <laughs> He is not okay. Sorry, Ted. You are not a heavyweight, and I plan on inviting him on, and I will let him know that you do not grant him heavyweight status. <laughs> and is Amy Coney Barrett actually mommy? Oh yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that ass the... <laughs> for a white for an older white woman, yeah, that's pretty good ass. I am. How, I'm not how old is she again? In her 50s? In her 50s, damn. Yeah, she looks pretty good at 50. For like a judge in her 50s, that is pretty good. Has she, uh, has anything turned up uh, about her raping any dudes yet? I wish. That would be pretty hot, but no. (laughs) Jay, I do not need to hear This show's gonna get me cancelled. This, nobody does, but I tell him anyway. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Alright, so... Uh, because of work this week, I've not been very active on Twitter. And I saw no. that a lot of people have been engaging with this uh, left-winger dude who posted a thread. Posted, I think it was a dude who posted a thread for alternative weapons for women to carry if they don't want to carry a taser oh, or pepper God. spray. And I saw that you engaged with it, and I saw that Ace engaged with it. Uh, so what the fuck was this thread? Because I saw like some remnants of it, like recommending a fucking pocket knife. Oh, man. Uh, Ace, do you want to go first? I, I'll take that as no. I suppose not. So I figured, you know, who who better to ask than the master of the Bullshito himself? Man, that shit grinds my gear so much. So <laughs> there's, uh, I mean, this this woman is perpetuating a whole genre of this kind of bullshit. But yeah, um, especially for women's self defense, uh, it is very popular to just get yourself some gadgets. And think that will do the trick. All right. I've seen that shit so much. Yeah. Uh, so that should be uh, point number one. Gadgets will not do the trick. Gadgets may help you, but you need to personally learn how to fight. If you cannot fight, your gadget will be fucking useless. So. Uh, let's let's take an example, right? 
Um, one of the things that uh, is often recommended or, or told to women to do is uh, to grab their ring of keys and put their keys through their fingers. Um, think uh, uh, soccer mom uh, Wolverine. <laughs> I hate that one so much. That was that's, so stupid. Okay. So, first of all, uh, that's probably going to hurt your hands. Yes. Second of all, um, if you just kind of scratch that across someone's face, that's not going to do anything. Like no. your, your keys are not razor sharp. Um, if you want this to have any effect, because obviously the idea is to get someone in the eyes um, and maybe like in and around uh, the mouth and cheeks where, you know, the face and the head is soft. You need to learn how to throw a proper jab. So, stop! Stop! There's power <laughs> that's in the jab. <laughs> Did you just punch the air on an audio recording? <laughs> yeah, I just threw jabs. Uh, <laughs> Jesus fucking... Very Chad energy. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I make a fucking lo-fi song for this show that's going in there. <laughs> But then the introduction. Just... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you make the fucking Bruce Lee noises too. <laughs> oh, jeez, continue. Jeez, fucking Christ. I mean, you, you can't just kind of throw your arm into space. Uh, yeah, no. And, and like be like, okay, this is going to work. Like, and also... Don't put your thumb in your fist. Do not put your fucking thumb in your fist. You will break your thumb. <laughs> um, so, I mean, this is uh, already bad advice. Because if you don't know how to throw a jab properly, uh, or how to throw a cross properly, uh, this is going to be useless. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, now on to some of the specific gadgets this woman had. Uh, I'm going to be Scrolling through my Twitter to see if I can find them, by the way. Uh, well, you do that. I would just like to say that for anyone that underestimates fighting for women, like, I still recommend getting a gun. Yes. But I did a couple of Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes a few years ago, and there was this, like, five foot two petite woman who absolutely wiped the fucking floor with me because I had oh, no yeah. idea what she was doing. And the whole point is, like, using someone else's body against them. If you know how to fight... I still don't recommend it as the only thing you should do, but you're going to be much better off than with one of those fucking plastic kitty face things that you hang on your keychain that's supposed to have spiky ears. Oh god, yeah, so um, one of the things uh, you should think about uh, or let me put it this way, one of the things uh, this woman showed was some sort of Ah man, some sort of thing to hold in your hand. There's that little, like claw-like things sticking out of them. Um, like a like a fucking ninja claw or something. Something like it. Uh, it was like a small rectangle basically, uh, and then you pull or, or you push small little claws out of it. All right, so, That's so first stupid. of all, those claws looked fucking flimsy. Secondly, uh, if we were to look at um, boxers, like professional boxers, they break their hands 
all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, well, there's a fairly simple reason they do that. Your hands are fucking fragile. So if you are going to hit your hand on something very hard, uh, oh, do I have it here? Yes, I have it here. Ah, God. Put a metal well, box in my hand while I punch somebody. Jeez. She protected her tweets. Probably yeah. got so much shit for this that she went protected. Oh, yeah, everyone was jumping in on this. I'm so sad that I missed it. <laughs> so, all right. What professional boxers who train their hands for this often break them because your hands are uh, fragile, you know, lots of little small bones in there. Um, so what is going to happen if you uh, put a metal object in your hand uh, whereby spikes extend out between your th- fingers is that when you hit someone, you're not even going to be hitting with the strongest part of your hand, which are your knuckles. I mean, you can see that because they're fucking big and bony and they stick out of your hand. Um, and, I mean, have you ever pushed very hard on your fingers? That hurts. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's really simple like that. So, uh, if you are going to punch someone with that, you are going to break your own fingers. Um, at which point, you are not only more harmless than you already were, uh, your ridiculously shitty weapon is also going to be in the hands of your attacker. Uh, no, a metal box that pushes spikes out, it sounds like you're going to be more effective throwing that than punching somebody with it. Almost, yeah. Um, damn, what's another thing she had? She had like... um. An extendable metal pointer or something, uh, which could be used as a whip of some sort. Uh, at least that was her idea. All right, so let I me point get out a baton. something. Else. Yeah, like a baton. Um, you're uh, relying on two things here that's probably not going to work. One is this device, because it will probably break. Um, because it's it's not made to hit people with. Secondly, you are relying on pain compliance, which is a terrible idea in a fight. Yes. Because you know what kicks in in a fight? <laughs> Good old adrenaline. Exactly. And you know what the result, result of adrenaline is? More sensitivity yep. to pain? Uh, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> In fact, it's the very opposite of that. Thank you, Jay. Um, Yeah, so if you are pumped full of adrenaline, you're probably not going to hurt. Um, This goes not only for fights, um, but uh, I don't know. Have you ever, like, fallen off stairs or fallen off a bike or... Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like, people that have adrenaline pumping through them don't recognize they broke a bone until, like, 20 minutes later. Exactly. Yep. Because so, it's almost like the entire point of adrenaline is a survival yes. mechanism to get away from danger at all costs. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, at this point, uh, you are in a fight with someone who is likely uh, entirely filled with adrenaline. So you're whipping them isn't really going to do much. 
If anything, uh, I'll make them more aggressive. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. No Biden uh, in the middle of a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. So where when and where are you going to find the space to deploy this? I mean, I've I will say this again and again and again. I am not an expert. But I have done some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, some boxing, some Muay Thai. Alright. Especially in BJJ and Muay Thai. Boxing a little bit less, but also uh, it is incredibly easy to close distance very fast mm-hmm. and to get tied up with someone. Um, <laughs> if you are tied up with someone, uh, unless you are particularly, specifically trained uh, for this, it is going to be extremely hard to deploy anything baton-like. Yeah. I mean, imagine uh, that you are quite literally hugging someone and at the same time trying to hit them over the head with a baseball bat. Um, this is, uh, I believe what we call in English, physically impossible. Um, it's, and even if you could, you have no force to it because yes. you are stuck. Yes, exactly. Uh Alright, so, I mean, there was some other dumb weapons, like uh, small I mean, knives. Um, and I, mean, I mean, that's why with when you carry a gun and you, you're in a dangerous situation, most of these times, these things are over in a couple of seconds. When you draw a gun, you're not supposed to be stationary and wait for them to come at you. You are supposed to draw your gun and clear distance. You're supposed to go backwards because you do not want to be entangled with somebody while you have a gun on you. You want to clear distance and pop a cap in their ass. Exactly. And I mean, isn't there... uh, You probably know more about this than me, but isn't there like a kind of a minimum effective range uh, for a gun? As in, if you... uh, So you have a threat coming at you. um, And this threat has to be a minimum of X feet away for you to uh, have enough time to draw and point your gun at them. Yes. Uh, to be able to actually fire it and and without them yeah. uh, starting to wrestle for your gun. Yeah, because the amount of time that will take you to draw from your concealed position, point, you're not even supposed to aim. You're supposed to point and shoot, which yeah. is why you have, to, you have to train for this. You have to go to the range. You have to practice drawing quickly, pointing at center mass and firing. And you're going to miss a bunch of shots. It is... Statistically proven, you are not going to hit them on your first try, most likely. It's going to take a couple of shots to fire off, which is why you shouldn't carry a revolver or a 1911. You want something with over 10 rounds of ammo in it, because those 10 rounds are going to save your life. Those 10 plus rounds. Even 10 is very small. Because, of course, you know, point blank, a gun is probably at its deadliest. But the chances of you popping off a shot at point blank with someone trying to attack you is very minimal. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, if you really want to learn how to defend yourself, go do some fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, because what you said uh, about using a gun is exactly correct. You need to practice. If you do not know how to fight, you will not be able to fight. Like there's, uh, and I. I can speak to this from personal experience because uh, as a kid, I basically never got into fights. Um, a few times, a little bit, but I never actually threw hands. When I got into my first Muay Thai class, 
I was a complete fucking spaz. Like, I barely knew how to stand, I barely knew how to throw a punch, and when it came to sparring, I, I, at some point, I just got, kind of threw both of my hands forward at the same time. Because I just did not know, uh, like, there was, a, a, like, a connection missing between my brain and my body, like, what the fuck is going on here? And that's just light sparring. Um, yeah, that's where your life is not at risk. Yeah. Because here's I the mean, other thing about adrenaline. You don't have time to think. You're no, nervous. Exactly. You're rushed. You're stressed. You need the shit down in muscle memory. Yeah, it's yes. your reptile brain at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can't be uh, thinking about what is next. You have to, as you say, it's, it's uh, muscle memory. It has to be... Um, uh, it has to be a, a, an instinctive reaction. Um, so, if you haven't thrown, uh, let's say, uh, something simple, like a jab cross, just a one-two, if you haven't thrown that like a thousand times, and you've thrown it in sparring, and you've drilled it, etc., 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 then you're not going to be able to throw it out when the time is there. Um, so, let's say, uh, I mean, the example you gave earlier, uh, I had the exact same experience with some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. When I first started, I barely had any idea of what I was doing. Um, and there was some girl that weighed like half of me uh, that just put me in one choke after another. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I, I couldn't do anything about it. So, now uh, we go on for a few months. I've been practicing some jiu-jitsu. I've found a little bit of the submissions I like, uh, and I'm sparring with this blue belt. This blue belt is doing shit to me that I could not even fucking imagine. Yeah. So, there's, there are so much levels to this shit. So, let's say, right, um, you are attacked by someone who is a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Because not everyone who practices Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a good person. Um, no. This, it's, it has nothing to do with sport. There's just hundreds of thousands, of, if not millions, of people practicing the sport. So there's going to be uh, bad people that practice it. Getting a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is not terribly hard. I mean, it's not easy. But it's going to take you, I believe, on average, about a year or two. All right, so imagine with a year or two of somewhat regular training, you can do shit that even someone who has been practicing the sport for a while can barely understand happening. So now, let's say you have someone with this skill set attacking someone with absolutely zero skills who has a, a flimsy knife. Yeah, um, your flimsy knife is not going to help you. Uh, no. Because this motherfucker is going to grab your wrist and tie you up and choke you the fuck out. And then do whatever the fuck he wants with you. Here's what I hate about here's what I hate about knife recommendations for self-defense. Pocket knives are a utility tool. Mm-hmm. As an absolute last-ditch effort, yes, you can use it as a self-defense tool. But I would legitimately put it under actually learning how to physically fight. Yeah. Because if anyone has ever seen the results of a knife fight, you don't win in a knife fight. 
Oh no, absolutely. There's not. no winner. There's no. The only way you win is if you kill somebody. But the the way in a knife fight goes is you're rarely getting anything that's going to do real damage to end the fight. You're just getting two people slashing at each other and causing giant gashes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a knife fight is just. Um, it's. Uh, man, what the fuck is it that these people practice fucking kajit or something? Uh, some Filipino bullshit where they're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I. Ah, oh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Yeah, with little, like, two inch fucking curved knives. Uh, yeah, with the uh, karambits. Yeah. I mean, I. Look, I'm I'm not gonna talk about shit that I don't know. But to me, that seems like bullshit, um, because in a knife fight, as you say, it, it is incredibly easy to get stabbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is because uh, I mean, if I compare it to boxing, right? Um, if you both have a little bit of training, it is incredibly easy to get hit in boxing, and that hurts. Now, imagine. Uh, someone coming at you with a knife. You're trying to control their hand uh, with a knife in it. So you're going to get slashed, first of all, in and around your hand, because that's going to be all around a knife. Um, mm-hmm. You're probably going to have your body close to them, so you're gonna be probably going to get stabbed and slashed there. Um, and now, uh, you are uh, a weak woman, uh, or in this case, Uh, a weak lesbian transgender, whatever the fuck that may be. Uh, I hear that's what Ace is. (laughs) (laughs) I await his return. (laughs) Only on Thursdays and Tuesdays. Very humble review. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, your knife is going to get wrestled wrestled from your hands. Very easily. Yes. And even if it's not going to get wrestled from your hand, you are fighting with someone, the chances that you're going to lose that knife are just enormous. So now yeah. what? Now you're out of a knife, and you still don't know how to fight. It seems like, you know, my problem with all these, like, weapon recommendations that people always try to give out, especially when it's, like, not a gun, is it always, like, presupposes that people have some knowledge of how to use these weapons, as if people can just pick this <laughs> weapon up, and it's just intuitive that they know how to use it, right? So it's like, it's not, it, it, sure, it's going to be more of a help, probably, than, you know, having no weapon at all, but it's still not a, well, a you, you know, know the thing is, if you have a weapon they don't know how to use, you're worse off than if you didn't have that weapon. That's true, because you do know how to, in some sense, how to use your hands more than you know how to use your own weapon, right? A weapon yeah. that you rarely pick up, so yeah. Yeah, you're more likely to hurt yourself. Like Bullshito said earlier with that fucking box spiky thing, you're going to break your hand. You are going to break your fucking hand, and it's going to be useless. Um, so you're worse off than if you try to punch them. Hard to Hurt, uh, or uh, I See Mike, he goes by. Um, hard to Hurt is his YouTube channel. He makes great videos on this. So uh, him and his wife and some buddies from his gym uh, were trying out some uh, some simple shit, like deploying a can of, um, of tear gas or of pepper spray, which... Is a fairly legit self-defense option, I believe. Yeah, if uh, the wind is not blowing in your direction. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> if, if circumstances are somewhat favorable uh, and you actually manage to hit the person you want to get in the face with it, it's fairly effective. Like it, 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 Sometimes. You know, it stops it's a, it's not a reliable one, but that one is better than nothing. Yeah. But 
Um, so let's say you're a woman walking along down the street. This was kind of their their scenario that it's set up, right? Um, and you have a can of maize in your purse, like probably many a uh, responsible woman has. Okay, have you practiced taking this out of your purse and deploying it? Have you then practiced this under pressure? They also practice this with a taser. Um, so, I mean, not very shockingly, but something similar to uh, deploying a gun applies. Uh, it's stored somewhere. Uh, you are in a high-stress situation. You are now going to need to take this weapon from its storage and apply it. You know so, what makes that harder than a gun? It's for a couple well, of reasons. Well, I mean, there's not like, a bunch of shit in the way uh, of yeah. your gun, I would hope. Exactly. Uh, you Like, yeah. any anybody that ever, when a woman buys a gun, and she has friends that are gun guys or family that are gun guys, they're going to tell her, do not carry your gun in your purse. Yes. Because it's either going to get stolen from you, and then you don't have a gun anymore, or you're going to have to fumble around to try and get the gun. You have yes. to carry it on your person. Have and you then... Ever... Hmm? Have you ever seen women's handbags? Yeah, it's awful. It's yeah, like trying... It, it's the labyrinth. You're not going to get yeah. anything. So, Good luck trying to deploy anything within like yeah. five seconds. And five seconds is a lot of time. By the way. Oh, yeah. And a fight? Yes, it is. And then a gun, you know, like when you grab it, it's natural. You grab the end and then the other end of shoots is not going to be pointed at you. With a yeah. cylinder, like a fucking pepper spray can... There are absolutely no guarantees. So if you somehow manage to dig through your labyrinth of a purse and pull that out, there's a chance you're going to spray yourself. Or if the wind is blowing towards you, you're going to spray yourself. So, yeah, this is... um, uh, This this woman was just putting out... Or this creature um, (laughs) was just putting out absolutely awful advice um, that should absolutely not be listened to because, well, long and short of it, it's, it's fucking dangerous. Um, You're going to get yourself killed. Yes, You're going to get you yourself killed falling. By relying on dumb gadgets instead of just learning how to fight. And this is what I hate. This, like, progressive aversion to guns gets people killed. Yeah. Because yeah. the simplest advice is get a gun, learn how to use it, take classes, right. and get good at drawing and shooting. Yes. And you know, it's it's funny because they'll always say, well, you know, your gun could just get stolen from your taken. Okay, yeah, but that, that could happen to any weapon. Yeah. Any, any weapon. So it's like, okay, I, I it's like, yeah, you know, you, you all those weapons that you recommended, those could be taken from you and used against you too. At least a gun puts you on a semi-equal playing field, right? That's that's the benefit of well, it. The gun, in the, in the majority of scenarios, the gun, because we we're not looking for equalizing equalizing yeah. the playing field in a fight oh, right. is the dumbest ideology. Oh, right. You are looking no, no, no. for overwhelming like, victory. Yeah, oh, I, I, no, no. But I'm yeah. saying like from uh, starting from like an unequal yeah. perspective like weight class, it, it, it shifts oh, yeah. in yeah. a different way. Yeah. Yep. And so, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the simple advantage of a gun is that A, it is extremely fast uh, yes. to put into action <laughs> and B, it is generally extremely definitive when put into action. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what I love about the gun community. There's absolutely, like, sure, there's some bullshit when it comes to women. And you're going to get a lot of guys that are like, oh, nah, doll, you don't need that. Don't get yourself a Glock. Get yourself a pink 22. 
and they get made the fun they get made fun of so fucking much so they're not they're not the standard they're just the people that go to a gun store a couple of months ago my older sister got her first gun and the entire family went with her because they know i'm probably the most knowledgeable on guns so i went there to make sure she wasn't going to get bullshitted by any of the store clerks hmm. now i wanted her to get a glock glocks are very hard to come by so the store clerk was actually very helpful and started her off with a very, very good handgun. And we spent a lot of time there. He was very helpful. He gave her a lot of advice. He had her hold a couple of guns, uh, feel them, see how she feels about them, dry, uh, fire the trigger, see how it feels in her hand. He was very helpful. And this oh. is the sort of shit where it's like, in the gun community, in the serious gun community, you are not going to see advice that is going to get women killed. You yep. are going to see serious advice on hey you're walking down the street at night carry a gun with you because you're at a weight disadvantage here's the bull and here's the bullshit of feminism like yeah no men and women have different biologies men are stronger than women you do not want to risk it you want to win you want to get out of there with your life so get a gun you could even turn it around just even if you wanted to play that game and just say well you look a stronger woman and a weaker woman too obviously you'd want a gun in that situation right yeah. so it's, it's like not strong even- and weak that is the reality of nature there is a hierarchy to the That's dismay right. of many people between yeah. the physicalities of even within the same gender That's if right. i have to go up against someone who's six foot five and a bodybuilder i want yeah. a gun on me That's right. if yeah. you were to have a dutch woman trying to assault a french woman this French woman would not stand a fucking chance. No, not at all. So yeah, you get this like it's advice that's not going to get women killed, and they're going to take it seriously, and they're going to treat them like anybody else. Like you are not special just because you're a woman. You are in the same position as anybody else. If you get assaulted, have a gun because it's going to save your life if you know how to use it. Yeah. And that's why I love none of this bullshit of well, here's the advice if you don't want to carry a gun, get pepper spray, use your keys, kick them in nuts, and uh, it's gonna get you killed. Get a gun. Know, remember, remember that uh, advice. Remember that advice that uh, what, what pee on your rapist or what? What was that? That remember, pee you remember on yourself that? so you turn off your oh, rapist. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. They're a rapist. They don't what care is, about disgusting things. What is? And this is advice that gets people killed, and I hate this. And I wow. hate that this is purported yeah. is by the mainstream. Damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's, I mean, I'm, well, I'm, my rough guess is if you pee on yourself while you're getting raped by your rapist, um, they're, uh, considering the circumstances of rape, there's a good chance that you're going to end up dead. Um, either way, you are going to be raped, and now you're going to be raped and disgusting. You're either going to be murdered or he's going to be turned on even more. This is a rapist we're talking about. They are decrepit, disgusting people. (laughs) And also, not to forget, extremely violent. Yeah. Um, This is like, it's almost like the forget this part. Like, this man is willing to uh, wrestle you down and fuck you violently while you struggle, probably bleed and cry. He is not going to care if you piss yourself. You are probably likely already going to piss yourself because you are shit scared. Mm-hmm. As any normal human being would be, by the way. These these people are so sheltered and in such a bubble yeah. that they purport these narratives of like a rape culture, but then they don't actually realize what rape is and how violent and you know they have bodyguards. You know they yeah. have bodyguards. Oh, these are people that have bodyguards. These are yes. people that have four men with guns on them. And these bodyguards can open carry because they're bodyguards. <laughs> So they're not relying on a taser themselves. They're not relying on a keychain with spikes on it 
They're not relying on pepper spray. They're relying on men with guns. But then they want to give you advice on how to fight without a gun. And they want to take away your ability to fight with a gun. Anyone who tries to tell you what you can and can't defend yourself with uh, is probably someone who you should view as a threat, like an actual yeah. enemy. They're going to get you yeah. killed. They're either enemy or they're so stupid they're going to get you killed. That's right. For the like two women that listen to the show, if you can, get a gun. Don't listen to these idiots on Twitter. Don't listen to these idiots in the corporate media. Don't listen to any of this bullshit. Don't go to your community college's self-defense for women class where they're going to teach you, that's my purse, I don't know you! And then <laughs> kick you in the nuts. That's it. Don't listen to that shit. Get a gun, go to the range, take courses, learn how to clear a room, learn how to draw, learn how to fire under pressure. There's yes. so many courses for this. There's courses that teach you yes. how to clear your house if you think there's a home intruder in there. There's courses that teach you how to use a gun on the street when you're being attacked. There are all these me, sorts uh, of courses. Let me uh, plug my friend here real quick. Um, listen to Uncensored Tactical. Uh, Who I had on the show a couple of weeks ago, actually. Ah, yeah, Pat. So he's great. Like He's uh, mm-hmm. an ex-Coast Guard. Um, he's uh, an ex-cop. Like, he knows his shit mm-hmm. um, when it comes to tactics. He also gives trainings. Um, I believe he mostly does luck picking now, but he might also do tactical. Still, yeah, he still does a few tactical courses. Right. Well, so I mean, if you want uh, a quality tactical course, um, hit up Pat from Uncharted Tactical. And he's doing uh, them online right now because of all the COVID shit, so you uh, can actually yeah. still attend it. Yeah, that's even better. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I don't know shit about guns, right? Because I'm a fucking mm-hmm. European. Um, Oh, you could get but, a 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. Um, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Europol. <laughs> yeah. I I would love to get a 3D printer, but absolutely not for printing guns. I would never do that. I'm not a criminal. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we support legality on this show. Yes. <laughs> I would only ever do anything illegal in Minecraft. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't even do it in Minecraft. I'm a saint. Cross my heart and swear on my grave. I drive the speed limit, and I wait for red lights in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Which is one of the most painful experiences. Yes, because half the time not even the NPCs do that. No, it's so bad. I've done it once or twice for fun. It is so awful. But anyway, you were saying you don't know guns because you're in Europe. But Yeah, but I do know one thing. Don't just get a gun and be like, yeah, I'm good now. No, just because you have a gun doesn't mean you're good. Get training. You need quality, decent mm-hmm. training. Um, you can do some of your training on your own, but you can't do all of it. You can't learn how to clear a room from YouTube. Well, I mean, maybe with Pat's you... help, but I mean, you're going to need an actual instructor for this kind of shit. Yeah, um, because you can watch on YouTube, but nothing is going to replace going and being instructed in person in an environment they physically set up. Yes. Exactly. And don't just uh, train at the range. So don't just go stand in your little booth uh, and pull your gun real quick mm-hmm. and shoot. Train under pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because standing in the booth and shooting, that's going to teach you how to pull a trigger. That's going to teach yeah. you how to handle your weapon, but that's not going to teach you how to apply it in these scenarios. Exactly. You need... I mean, this is the same with... Uh, with with boxing or or kickboxing and fighting there's a lot of fit boxing classes where they do essentially 
all of the 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 drilling and the combinations etc um but there's not the sparring if you do not have um applicable uh, let's say if you do not have pressure training that is as close to the real situation as possible your training is going to be insufficient i mean you can't train getting shot at really <laughs> no you can but no but you can definitely no, put yourself in mind <laughs> <laughs> well if you live in ace's neighborhood where uh gunfights uh tend to happen sometimes <laughs> i can't judge i hear gunshots in my neighborhood all the time ah well so <laughs> i mean if you don't uh, like that's one part that you can't train but to some extent even your training of your, your pressure training of uh, that's as close to reality as possible is going to be insufficient not because it's actually going to be insufficient like if you train like a motherfucker uh, in all the right ways you're probably gonna know how to handle a gun uh, in an emergency situation but it's still not the real thing so there's just to to illustrate how incredibly difficult it is to uh, deal with the kind of pressure of this kind of situation like you you can't expect to go from absolutely zero experience with violence to murdering someone in cold blood because i mean sure you're defending yourself you're not technically murdering someone you're killing them or whatever you are pulling a gun you're gonna have to look at that person and you're gonna be like okay i'm gonna shoot this motherfucker and he's gonna die um you're gonna have to be willing is not really the word to do that you're gonna have to do that like this like in an on, on pure instinct that's gonna have to happen and if i know anything from my uh experience with sparring in uh martial arts classes that shit is scary enough like if i haven't trained for a while i'm actually a bit nervous when i get into sparring so now imagine your fucking life is on the line and you're gonna have to murder someone you're, <laughs> yeah i mean that's not <laughs> gonna, uh, going to work no it really and this it all hinges on practice like you have to fucking practice and you have to practice as regularly as you can because what the fuck does it's like getting a car Okay, you bought yourself a car. How are you going to get from point A to point B if you don't know how to use that car? If you don't know how to drive in the rain, in the snow, in traffic, without traffic? You're not going to get anywhere if you don't know how to use it. And it's the same thing with anything else. You can't just get a gun and then be like, well, I have a gun now. Well, how do you, do you know the man, do you know the manual of arms? Do you know how to handle the recoil on it? Do you know how to follow up a shot? Do you know how to use it under pressure? Do you know how to use it casually? Yeah, it really, it all it all comes back to this, the sort of advice that women usually get is going to get them hurt. It's going to get them raped. It's going to get them killed. Right. And there is no other way around that. Like, it is shit advice. And if you really, you really care about women and you really want to see them safe, you will tell them to get a gun. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. If I have daughters, I'm going to 
put them in martial arts as soon as they're old enough so they learn how to fight. And when they're old, when they're old enough, also like six years old, I'm going to start teaching them how to use a gun. Yep. And when they're old enough to carry a gun, they're going to carry a gun because I will care about their safety and I want to see them survive. Yes. You know, this this whole liberal uh, norm of, you know, trying to like give advice on like how to defend yourself, but never, ever mentioning guns. Right. This the whole the, the whole concept of a gun is completely not just foreign, but evil to them. It's like the concept of a gun free zone. It's like, you know. I, I know that's like cherry picking or that's like easy pickings, you know, but it's like, it's low hand fruit, so it's, stupid. It's so it, stupid. It's yeah, low hand like, fruit, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, I just, it's like, I, so I can put myself in the mind of some, like a, a serial killer. Why, if I'm a serial killer, why would I care? Like that, if anything, that's where I would want to cause them. If I was out to cause the most harm and casualties possible, I, you would obviously go to the place that is not able to defend itself. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's simple it's, fucking logic. Yeah, I, uh, why is it? Let me ask you. Why is it that uh, in recent history, uh, well, I mean, very recent history, let's say after Kennedy, no American presidents have been uh, murdered. Hmm. Could it be hmm. because he is surrounded by men with guns? Right. And going in armored vehicles, and they yep. clear every area. And they make yes. sure to vet the people around them, and they watch all the right. weak points. Yeah, almost as if they put effort into defending the president, just like people yes. should put effort into defending themselves. That's yes. right. Because here's secret service agent walking around with pocket knives and extendable claws or, or skis between their fingers. They're going to summon Chi and kill, <laughs> kill their attackers. From gonna, they're going to do the one-inch punch, and they're going to knock them flying. <laughs> and oh, it's like God. you also have to have situational awareness like right. it really is and you know nobody wants to victim blame but at some point you got to realize like okay what area am i going into on what alert do i have to be in should i be walking over my shoulder should i be seeing who's on the street should i be seeing where i am you need to have situational awareness you can't yeah, just right. walk into a bad part of town be on your phone and be like well you know i'm a good progressive so nothing's gonna happen to me because i don't judge people yeah that's right it's um uh, the example that I think is very useful in this case uh, is uh, it's the woman in the short skirt in a back alley late at night. So, is it her fault she got raped? Is she guilty of it? No. Was she asking for it in any way? No. But, uh, was that a wise move? Probably no. Um, or parking your Rolls Royce next to a bunch of crackheads. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> So, I mean, are these crackheads morally wrong for robbing a Rolls Royce or robbing your shit? Yes. Are you morally in the right for, or, or like, do you, uh, are you like entitled to some sort of compensation for, from these crackheads? Sure. Um, but maybe, uh, like, these crackheads don't care if you're, if they're morally right. And, they're not going to have much to compensate you with. So maybe right. you shouldn't park your Rolls Royce next to them <laughs> just right. of not wanting to have your Rolls Royce fucked with. Maybe you should be as safe as you can be in your life and have situational yeah. awareness and not put yeah, yourself think, into dangerous situations. And that's a completely foreign mindset to so many people, right? Because at a certain point, you do just have to look at your surroundings as like even just people as um, a, a force of nature, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in some sense, like, yeah, you know, 
maybe if uh, you know I don't want my house to flood or I'm really scared of my house to flooding, maybe I should not build my house uh, in very low plains in in like on water, <laughs> right? So you just kind of have Talking to take about the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm glad that you. <laughs> I'm glad that you caught that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I don't want to get killed in a tornado. Okay, so I don't live in Tornado Alley. That's right. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not moralizing. It's just, it's just yeah. saying, yeah. It's, it's, at move. some point, at some point, you're responsible yeah. for yourself, and you need right. to make the right decision. Yeah. If you don't want to get stabbed by a crackhead, maybe stay away from the crackhead areas. Right. <laughs> at some point, it's less of a, a moral, and maybe even less of a practical, but more of a logistical argument. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I've heard plenty of liberals say uh, something to the effect, well, don't teach women how to defend themselves, or don't tell women how to defend themselves. Uh, teach men not to rape. Right. Okay. It's... Let's yeah, say, right? Most of, us, most of us know not to do it. Yes. Well, so that's one. Most of us know not to do that. Um, secondly, let's say, right, we were living in the actual rape culture that we, or that uh -huh. they believe we live in, and like two out of three of us would be like, Ripping women? Yeah, we're good with that. Um, so, how long do you think it's going to change to take to um, uh, teach all of these men not to rape? So, you know, uh, let's say uh, 300 million people in America, 150 men, uh, 100 million men think it's okay to rape women. Yeah. All right, right, so you have now in front of you the massive task of teaching 100 men or pardon me 100 million men not to rape what you could also do uh, is just uh, tell your, your daughter your sister, your mom, get a fucking gun and anyone that tries to rape you, fucking shoot them yeah, absolutely because it's like there's um, uh, at some point you're going to, have to what is my what are my options in this situation? Right. Can we teach one million or one hundred million men not to rape? Maybe we can. Um, but maybe if we want to prevent rapes in the meantime, because this is going to take a while, probably, <laughs> um, I would estimate, <laughs> uh, we should uh, help these women take some preventative measures against being raped. Yeah. And, you know, it's my piece. They just do not think like that. That is not something that, like, almost ever enters their thought process, right? Liberals specifically have this, like, enlightenment view that, as most Americans do, that people are inherently rational and that, well, if there is some cause or fault in society, you know, you can just kind of, you know, rationally, we can work through it, sit down and rationally change people, right? And that's kind of like the, that's kind of their idea about well, mm -hmm. that in, human beings are infinitely moldable, right? That they can just be molded into different uh, natures and aspects. But, and even, but, you know, even if you think that, it's still not going to matter when someone is trying to kill you or rape you. Yeah. It doesn't and matter. This, yeah. And this is sort of a loss of the individualist mindset in a lot of mm -hmm. places where it's like suddenly, your responsibility as an individual to protect yourself, to provide for yourself has faded away. And it goes hand in hand with the entitlement uh, mindset that a lot of people have that collectively, because it's this weird amalgamation of the individual and the collective mm -hmm. where they believe the individual is supreme in a sense that they are divine 
and that mm, other right. people are entitled to protect them, to provide for them, to That's do right. all of these things. So they they have no responsibility to themselves, but they have all the entitlement to themselves. Right. It's 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 baffling. It's baffling how anybody can live their life yeah. in this sort of bubble where but, they think that they're always going to be protected. And if somebody something happens, of course, it's the fault of the person who attacks you, but that they could have taken no measures to mitigate it. Yeah, it gives them this false sense of security all around them. And then they're shocked, you know, when something bad happens and it's yeah, completely alien to them. Why do you put a lock on your house? You know, it, it, of course, a lock, you know, if you know anything about lock, lock picking, like we a lot of us have talked to Pat, <laughs> you know, locks yeah. don't stop things, but they are a deterrent of do you really want to waste your time here where you're going to have to have more trouble getting into this lock? Or do you want to go to the place that gives you less trouble? It is a deterrent. Exactly. It's it, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It's sort of a, a defense is really like preventative defense is really just about increasing the cost to the point mm -hmm. where the attacker does not find it valuable to actually proceed with their actions, right? So it's like, like it's it's the classic gun argument, but you can make it so many things, right? Obviously, if you, if the attacker knows there's guns all around, they're less likely to actually engage in their violations, right? That's Which is like why, logic. yeah, an armed society is polite society. People yeah, are less likely to act up in a place where they know there's a lot of people caring because you're that's doing a one in whatever chance of, oh, if I fuck with this guy, I might get capped. Yeah. I mean, rapists don't seek out confident people. They're no. not like, yeah. oh, here's someone, you know, confidently walking over the street that's got some muscle tone on and that looks like they, uh, they, they, they are fit and they can handle themselves. No, they're going to look for someone who looks flimsy and, and, well, let's be fair, easy to rape. Um, and that's why they go after old ladies and weak women and family. Yes, and they go, they go after people that they don't care if they're attractive. They don't have to be attracted to them because right. it's not about the attraction. They are in that's this right. sociopathic power thing that they're the doing. Yeah. And yet they want to exert that power. So they're going to go after someone who is an easy target for them. Because nobody in their right mind goes, I want to have sex with an old lady, like an 85-year-old. Very few people think like force a couple and hey, I, I different mean, stories for different folks. But... Men are amongst them. <laughs> <laughs> but different different stories for different folks. But a rapist looks an old lady and doesn't go, wow, I want to fuck that old lady. It's wow, this is an easy target. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it, it's an astounding mindset that so many people have. And mm -hmm. I, it, it drives me insane because like your responsibility is in your own hands. You are responsible for defending yourself. Nobody is going to be there to protect you. And the same thing goes when you talk about cops and conservatives. Is like they're going to yeah. be the first ones to say, when seconds matter, the police are minutes away. But then they'll also make arguments protecting cops. Like, oh, they're there to protect you. Like, you are so close. You recognize right. you are responsible for your own defense in a split-second scenario, which is why you have a gun in your house. Or several, because conservatives do like their guns. So they're mm -hmm. probably going to have several guns in their house. But then they're still going to lose sight of this fact of no one is coming to protect you. No one is coming to save you. You are responsible for yourself. It's, it, it's, it, it's mind-boggling, and I can never fully wrap my head around it. Well, I think it's just because they grew up in – people have grown up in such a comfortable society, and they, they have a false sense of security, right? They've, they've grown up knowing that, yeah, the police are there to protect us. It's kind of like there's this great um, – I don't remember what country it was, but um, it was like they were talking about like how traffic lights kind of give this false sense of security. And a lot of times, um, like traffic lights and signs actually cause more accidents mm -hmm. than 
and one day they turned off the traffic lights and people actually just naturally uh, because this was a very like busy street and it had a lot of accidents over time but they one day they turned the lights off the street lights and people there were no accidents on the street that day and everyone just like naturally there was a natural order that arose from it so it, it really is this like this outsourcing of responsibility that gives people this false sense of security it's yeah Look at roundabouts. They cause less accidents than traffic lights, which, from our understanding of traffic lights, should not make sense. But roundabouts lead to smoother traffic flow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, uh, I think this that, was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to sign off. Um, yeah. I would like to say one more thing before I go. Uh, okay. Um, Bruce Lee was a bullshit artist. Yes. <laughs> All right. Those uh, are Jay, drop your plugs. plugs. Give yeah. them out. Goodbye. All right. You can find Bullshito at, at Bullshito Poll on Twitter. You can find this podcast at No Real Libertarian. Um, I think those are all his plugs. Ace, what about you? Uh, where can people find you? No, don't follow me. Follow him at Ace underscore Arcist on Twitter, where you can see him arguing with communists all day. And if you want to get into an argument with him, it's very easy to bait him. So go for that. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure having Bullshito. And we will catch you guys next time. It was a time. pleasure to hijack your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah oh and bird you can also find bird at at bird Archist on twitter and you can find his show that he plugged at the beginning when he co-opted mine <laughs> so see you later people